Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Feedbacks and Insights, uh, share number 33. Uh, email address, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. We spoke in um, one of the regular shiurim about the special um, school of having great kavana in the fourth bracha of Shemayin Esrei, the first bracha of the requests, which is asking for Chachma. We ask Hashem for wisdom. And we said that um, many uh, have in mind when they ask for wisdom, a wisdom in Tyra, uh, Tyra insights or the Chachma of Tyra. Uh, Ravik Damil used to stress Chachma, Bina Vadas, simp- simply means asking Hashem for sanity, for having a sound mind. It's not something to take lightly. You know, to have clear thinking and a mind that's functional is um, is a is is a, is a priceless bracha, and davening sincerely by Chayin Adas helps you side with having more siyata deshmaya with chachma satayra, and siyata deshmaya with sa- actual sanity and and having a a a clear thinking process, and we also said that. Also, part of the fourth bracha of Chayin Adas is asking Hashem for wisdom to help you in life situations, including the wisdom to enhance your own shalom bias. And sometimes you need that wisdom because you have to understand and discern the wants and desires of your husband and wife that are beneath the surface that's not often expressed. Now, of course, we said many times also that ideally direct communication is uh, the healthiest thing, open, honest communication with one another. But nevertheless, uh, with all of us, there's still a need to discern in situations even when uh, it's not being openly expressed. So as an example, uh, someone comes home, husband comes home, sees everything's a mess, things are flying, he can deduce just by looking, by assessing it, that his wife had a hectic day and she needs a helping hand. And, um, you know, it's clear uh, that his wife doesn't like a messy house. She just simply is overwhelmed, had too much to do. And, um, and he should sense that, understand that, discern that, whether she says it or not, and try to help as much as possible. If uh, she is tired or she's irritable, you can also assume she had a very rough day and don't expect her uh, to be smiling at you or to be in great spirits uh, that day or that particular time. And you adjust accordingly uh, with a calmness, with a kindness. If your husband comes home late from work and he seems very distracted or tense or self, self-absorbed and um, so she needs to understand that he had a lot of work to do a lot is on his mind. Something may have happened at work that created this additional burden or pressure on him. And she should not try to burden him more than, you know, and not to try to burden him and uh, be aware. Be aware of each other's mood is very important uh, because once you assess a person's mood, whether positive or negative, you could adjust accordingly. And if it's a negative mood at the time, you know right now is not the right time to... Uh, drop a bombshell or to, um, you know, 
touch upon a sensitive subject, now is the time to put a hold on that and uh, just go through these moments, this period of time, with a calmness, with a kindness, without uh, getting into things that could cause additional tension. And um, considering the disposition of your husband or your wife at the moment, whatever moment that may be, shows that you're in tune to her, in tune to him, and by adapting to the situation in a positive way, you're promoting inherent peace and understanding. And this applies, by the way, to intimacy too. One needs to be alert to signs when one spouse is interested in having physical relationship. And um, if you notice that, when one expresses that interest and the other one doesn't show interest when one spouse hints to it, it could be very insulting, demeaning, hurtful. So you need to have special consideration. And if, um, for example, you do sense that you're and again, it may not be expressed, whether the wife or the husband, it may not be expressed. But if one of them shows uh, interest in being wanting to be sexual, wanting to be physically intimate, the other one should really need to discern it and sense it and have the chachma to understand what it is and to act accordingly. And if for whatever reason uh, he or she uh, who sees that hint is not up to it, uh, is overtired, uh, or not feeling well, or whatever reasons can't be intimate the way the other spouse is hinting to, in order to avoid hard feelings, there often needs to be a clear understanding, a communication with each other, uh, and just say, you know, I'm just very exhausted, or, or I'm not feeling well, or, or whatever the case may be, um, to remove, um, because when you communicate clearly, it removes those misunderstandings, or imagine slights, imagine hurts. Um, and, you know, if, if one hints at intimacy and the other one is truly not feeling well or, or is nauseous or so on, then he or she needs to just express that and say that openly. I love you very much, um, and I, would, I love being with you, but uh, I'm really not feeling well now. I'm, it's really, you know... And then, and then later, or in a different night, uh, you know, he or she could t- tell tell the person, "Okay, I'm feeling better now," you know, whatever the case may be. Another type of thing of understanding a, a, a hint is if your spouse says, "My birthday is coming up," or "Our anniversary is coming up." It's a hint sometimes uh, that something should be done about it to celebrate that event, and ignoring it by saying, "Ah, oh, so what?" is a slap in the face. And um, so it's very important to to try to uh, understand and sense the mood or from the expressions of of your spouse, a husband, a wife, what they say to figure out what's behind it. Now, you could ask a very obvious question. How am I supposed to figure out what the other person's thinking when nothing is said? You know, you're not a mind reader. You're not a Navi. And that's a legitimate question. And like we said, um, just before that, Likatchila, initially, ideally, direct and open communication as much as possible in expressing one's needs is very important. And that needs to happen as often as possible. 
But nevertheless, very often there are subtle aspects that can and should be discerned on what lies beneath the surface. And if you train yourself, first of all, you daven in that fourth brach of Shemayin Esrei, at the choyni ladam das, you give us das, choneinu miyitcha chachma bina v'haskel, chachma bina v'das, please give me understanding, and you have in mind also, please help me understand, and with chachma understand what my husband really wants and needs, what my wife really wants and needs, so I could understand it, and I could act accordingly, properly, help me understand that. And if you train yourself to be sensitive, it's an achievable goal. And um, that's, uh, that's important. That's a goal to try to understand the needs and the feelings of your husband or your wife, even if they weren't openly expressed. And the training for this is when you do chesed for each other every day, and if you get into the habit of doing those kindnesses one for another, and to do that also, even before it's expressed. You know, sometimes you could sense a person, one of them wants or needs something, and right away you sense it, and you do that chesed for your husband or for your wife. And it's true. Understanding things that aren't said explicitly is a taka a chachma. We're not mind readers. And uh, sometimes we miss cues. It's normal. And we can't, you know, and, and like I said, you can't expect it, so you have to communicate. But when it's not being communicated, it is a chachma. And when you daven for it, and you daven for that chachma, especially in that fourth brach of Shemayin Esrei, and Hashem will give you siyat of the Shemayin, and you start discerning more and understanding more of what your husband's needs are and what your wife's needs are. And um, because the chachma that's written there in that fourth bracha of Shemayin Esrei, is not just Chachma so you could work for Parnasa. It's not just Chachma, Chachma Satayra, to learn Taira and to understand Taira. Of course, that's a big part of it. But it's the Chachma of also building a better relationship with your husband and a better relationship with your wife and keeping at it and you keep at it and you keep on davening in that bracha and you'll be zeichet to have special siyata dishmaya. So that's one theme of this feedback and insights about asking specifically in the bracha of das and having in mind to have the wisdom and the discernment to understand your wife or your husband, even if it's not expressed what they're thinking or what they're feeling to you, to have the chachma to sense it and to understand it, to be attuned to it, so that you will be able to help and do chasadim for your spouse and the shalom bayah should be enhanced. <laughs> I will relate another amaisa here. This is also brought in beloved companion, uh, Sefer, that I mentioned many times, that in Mizrich there was a Rosh Hashiva, the Beis of Yeshiva, called Rav David Bleicher, and he was a big pikeach, he understood human nature, and um, one day, a rich Hasidish young man spoke to him uh, privately. He was married for 10 years, no children. His wife had an illness, needed medical care. And he visited um, uh, his Hasidish Rebbe that he held, you know, held highly of, and uh, the Rebbe told him to, that he should divorce. 
And he cried to Rabbi Bleicher and said that he can't divorce her. Um, number one is that she's in ill health and he's afraid that if he, if he divorces her, uh, she'll uh, get more ill. Cholila. It's a sakana for her health. And also because she loves her. He loves her. It's a, they have a beautiful shalom bias. So Abelaicha gave some advice for the wife and uh, told him also, don't don't divorce yet, put that out of your mind. And gave him some eights what to do, some tefillas what to do. and uh, But not to tell anyone what the Rebbe said about the advice on, on getting divorced. And the uh, young man asked Rabbi Bleicha to daven for him, and um, he davened for him, and the man returned with news, uh, you know, with a year later or some, something like that, that a baby was born, and he asked Rabbi Bleicher to be the sandik, And he refused. He refused to be the sandik. He says, you have a Rebbe, and I want your Rebbe. Your Rebbe should be the one to be the sandik. The Tamid, after he left, the Tamid asked him why he refused, and he answered that uh, he wanted this young man not to lose Emuna in the tzitkis of his Rebbe. Rebbe. His Rebbe must have been a tzaddik. Gave him this particular advice that, uh, you know, wasn't aligned with what, what he wanted. That's, that's, that's a separate issue. But the bottom line is, is that, you know, he wanted him to have Emuna in tzaddikim, and Amuna and his Rebbe. And uh, we see here how you know sensitive he was. And um, we have to have the, that type of sensitivity. And uh, there's many Nisyayinus in, in marriage. And I, I do think that the bracha, that bracha of asking Chachma bin Avadas, which you have, could have in mind a lot of things. And I uh, really, you know... That all all brachas in Shemayinesra, I'm thinking one day, you know, God willing, to give a shear on each bracha independently and or the nuances and what it means and and the perushim and there's beautiful chazals on on every single bracha and rayonis. I recall Rabbi Schlesing, I think from Muncie, gave a lot of shiurim on tefillah, meridik with meridik and and sources. But anyway. Part of, I think, asking for Chachma Bina Das is also to give you the Chachma Bina Vadas, the wisdom to overcome the Nisyanis that come up in marriage. And, um, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, to know and how to act when, let's say, there's an overreaction. So, this is where you ask for Chachma Bina Vadas, such a situation. A wife or husband makes no difference which one gets irritated, very upset, starts shouting and yelling and embarrasses you. That's a test from Hashem to see how you would react. And um, um, basically, you um, it's a big, big test. Um, and sometimes that, uh, another test would be waiting for a long time, your, your spouse arranged with you to meet at a particular place at a particular time, and she's 25 minutes late, and, and you're getting very agitated. You can't reach her by phone, what's going on? Um, it, it's a test. Or your spouse left the house, forgot to notify you when you're coming back, 
or where you went even. Also a test. House being a mess is a test. Any unpleasantness, any inconvenience is a disguised spiritual test um, in life and in marriage, certainly. And uh, this, this, this case of the story we just said, this young man was tested in this uh, by, by Hashem with a very heartbreaking situation of not having children, of his wife being somewhat ill, of his Rebbe telling him to divorce his wife, which is a big Nisayan, not knowing what to do, and his whole matziv. And so life could very often be a test. And Chachma bin Avadas, the wisdom to ask Hashem to help us choose to be calm, to be quiet, to even be soothing in the face of such tests. And um, so that, 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 that helps, those tefillahs help. So for example, when a wife is shouting at you or your husband's shouting at you and you shouting back, you have to realize the Chachma will tell you that shouting back will just exacerbate the problem, prolong the unpleasantness. Instead of shouting back, um, not only you get schar for holding yourself back, and you fill us on the skabel more by that, and brachas could come to your house by just simply holding back. Ultimately, you'll find healthier ways to make your marriage so stronger, and to that these things uh, would be happen much less frequently over time. And um, another nisayan that very often happens. Um, is when a test comes when someone else makes fun of your wife or your husband or disparages your husband in front of you or disparages your wife in front of you. That's an Nisayan. It's an Nisayan because you need to not listen to it. You have to remain loyal. Even if there's a tzad, you know, someone made a real not nice joke about your husband or your wife and he's stupid enough to share it with you. And... You have to have the Chachman not to pay attention, not let it go into your head, to ignore those negative comments, and um, and can maintain your loyalty. And little by little, brick by brick, you build your structure of marriage that way into something beautiful. And a big part of that, a big, big part of that, is this special bracha. You're the one who gives a person knowledge please give me wisdom and you could ask wait a minute you know uh, let's say uh, you believe you have average or lower than average intelligence um, it makes no difference yes you know and this is the the misleading thing sometimes, you know. When the Chazal say uh, Tipa is judged, um, the Tipa that's going to become a baby and then a human being, a full fledged human being, uh, the only thing that it doesn't say is Tzadik in Russia, but Usher and Ani it does say, and uh, Tipish and Chacham it does say. So it seems like, wait a minute, it's already predestined whether you'll be um, intelligent or less so. So what helps by saying if you're not a smart guy, all of a sudden you can become a genius by saying, you know, asking by das for das. The answer is that Hashem gave him whatever kalim he got, 
what he gave him. And that's also Menashe Mayim, and we'll talk about that. But ultimately, you daven, what Hashem does is he opens up a Pesach, Kol Echad Kifi Madre Gosai, Kifi his Tchunas HaNefesh, and his capacity and his ability to go beyond measure of what um, what his Chachma will give him. Hashem will put in him a spirit, an understanding, a discernment, an ability to think clearly, um, an ability to sense Matzavim and understand what to do. And it could be a person that's extremely bright, even a genius. If he does not daven, for the Chachma being of Adas, he could have the 1600 uh, on the SAT, and he could be the most smartest person in the world. But if he doesn't daven for Chachma being of Adas, his intelligence will not help him. It could actually um, hurt him. And Me'idich is someone who was not benched with uh, great intellect or understanding. But if he davens to Hashem, please give it to me, Hashem will give it to him. Give it to him, that he'll sense. Doesn't mean that all of a sudden uh, someone who has difficulty comprehending, you know, deep aspects of, uh, you know, Shverasugius and Gemaras, all of a sudden he'll get to understand it right away. No. But he will get that bracha of Chachma and Bina Vadas. And Hashem will give it to him. And so that that is something very important to know. It's usually not connected. Um, I haven't heard it from other people how, um, you know, that bracha, Chaynin Nadas, is connected to Shalom Bayis. You know, externally, it's really not necessarily specifically connected to it. But it is. It is just like every matzah in life is. And you could talk about that Indian in Shemot, talk about this as a halacha thing and a hashkafa thing, where you could talk within a bracha what you're asking for and elaborate in your own Lushan. People sometimes wait for Shemayat Tefillah to do it, but you could actually also do it in, um, in any bracha. For example, if you're by Choyin Adas, you ask about different aspects of that in that bracha. You ask by Reifei Choylem, then you ask for the Choylem, and specifically um, by Neoshalayim, you could be Markov about the whole meaning of the beginning Neoshalayim, and so on and so forth. So this too is a big schooler. You daven, and you have in mind, Chachma bin Avadas, um, you know, if you have a, hard, uh, a work day coming up and you need that Chachma bin Avadas to be able to cope and understand what to do at work, you ask for that. But when it comes to Shalom Bayis, Definitely, definitely ask for that. Say, I may not be the smartest person in the world. I may not be the most emotionally intelligent. I may not be as sensitive as I should be right now. But please give me the Chachma Bina Vadas to understand my wife better or to understand my husband better so that I could become a better wife and I could become a better husband and understand those cues, those feelings and thoughts that may not be expressed and understand what they are and to help to provide it for my husband or my wife. Have a wonderful day.